want to speak to you briefly, but I want to speak to you very powerfully. And I want every one of your attentions. I want all of your attention because I did this because I love to praise God. And I did this in line with the theme of the sermon today. If you're watching, no matter where you are, I know that this may have been a little extreme today, but it was worth it. He deserves this. Yes, he does. God deserves this kind of demonstration. God deserves that praise that that costs us something. That praise that exhausts us because no matter how exhausted we become in praise, we still aren't giving him adequate praise because he's done so much more. I will yet rejoice in the Lord. I will continue to praise God with all of my being, with all that I have. So in the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk the third chapter, and I'm going to start from the 17th verse. This is for the praiser in you. <laughs> this is for the praiser in you. Praisers that are not fair weather praisers. But people who have a praise no matter what form life takes. People who have a praise that's in them that does not abate because times get hard. Praisers that have gone through the fire, the rain, and still kept their joy. Anybody? People who have cried midnight tears and did not stop praising them even through your cry. Knowing that weeping may endure for a night. But if I keep praising them, joy is going to come in the morning. Do I have any midnight praisers? Do I have any midnight praises that praise him through the storm of your midnight and lived long enough to see God quell the storm? That those are real praises that don't need a, a, a good time to praise him. That don't need fair weather to praise him. Can praise him in the middle of a storm. Because the praise is not predicated on what he does. The praise is predicated on who he is. Y'all better get uncomfortable for me. Praise is predicated on who he is. I spoke to you a couple of Sundays past about, you know, the, the undignified praise. The praise when the presence of God comes in and it overwhelms you. But then there's another praise. A praise that, that is birthed in your trial. God allows trials to come to, to teach you how to praise him in the most inopportune times and the most inconvenient, inconvenient times the unconventional times he lets things happen to see what's going to come out of you and Habakkuk he wrote this song he wrote the song and it was really based on the song David wrote you'll find the song in Samuel and you'll find the song in Psalms. But Habakkuk, he wrote this. He said, even though the fig tree, 
the source of food, the source of fruit. Even though the fig tree shall not blossom, and even if there's no fruit in the vines, and even if the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields of harvest shall yield no crops or meat, even if the flocks are cut off from the fold and there be no herd of oxen in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. I will joy in the God of my salvation for the Lord is my strength. The fields are not my strength. The Lord is my strength. The crops are not my strength. The Lord is my strength. The provision is not my strength. The Lord is my strength. And he shall make my feet. I told you this a couple of weeks ago. He shall make my feet like hinds feet. This is taken from the song of David. He shall make my feet like hinds feet. And he shall make me to walk upon my high places. He shall make my feet like hinds feet. And he shall make, hallelujah, me to walk upon high places. This is all predicated on learning how to rejoice in bad times in bad times and the reason why David refers to hind's feet or, or the hind or the, or the goat is because the goat is geared and his hoofs are prepared for the rough terrain for the craggy mountains from cliff to cliff where it's dangerous for other people it's dangerous for other animals. Other animals fall in the craggy cracks and they die for the vultures to eat. But the hind, the goat, the goat is geared. That's called a mountain goat. A mountain goat is geared for the rough terrain. So Habakkuk writes the song, says, even... If the fig tree stops blossoming, which is the main source of fruit in that day, if the fig tree stops blossoming and there be no more fruit that comes up on the vine, even if the olive, which is a main source of oil and food, if the olive shall fail and there be no meat in the fields, there be, there be no meat or, or vegetation in the fields, even if the ox is cut off from the fold, even if there is no more oxen cut off from the fold and, and there be no ox in the stall, I will not stop rejoicing. I will not stop rejoicing. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. With I will joy in the God of myself. I will rejoice in the Lord and joy in my, the God of my salvation. That simply means this. It means that he is so sufficient all by himself. 
that even if that which he's put on earth to sustain me dries up, he will be my help and my stay. Any and everything that I need is in God. I don't hear anybody here. Any and everything that I need is in God. And when we put our confidence in our substance, when we put our confidence in our substance, there will come a time that the season will change. And our substance will have to go through the cycle. And we'll be at a point where there will be no production. Hallelujah. So if we put all of our hope and trust in, in the natural, there is a secession in natural provision at certain periods. But when you put your trust in the Lord, God is not a seasonal God. I'm trying to get through. God is not a seasonal God. He is ever vigilant. He is always on post. He is never sleeping nor slumbering. He is constantly at our side. He never leaves us nor forsakes us, nor does his resources ever dry up. He doesn't just have resources. He is the source and everything we need is, I don't hear anybody here. Everything that we need is in God. Our natural mind has got to be regenerated. Our natural way of thought has got to be regenerated. We've got to stop thinking like carnal creatures. We've got to stop thinking like fearful creatures. That when we see things start to, start to change, alter, start to wither, start to deplete, that we go into a panic. No panic. There's total trust and confidence in God. I am confident and trust God with every faucet of my life. If I wake up in a period of lack, I trust God. And it's no small thing because I've been through lack before. And the only way I got out was finding out that he was faithful. Anybody here? I've gone through a period of need before and the only way I got out is by remembering that God made me a promise. That God will never leave me. He won't forsake me. He won't allow me to go through without him being there with me. And if he brought me to a time of struggle, then he will bring me through a time of struggle. I'll say it again. If God has brought me to a time of struggle, he will bring me through a time of struggle. And after all, I, I, I was made for this. I, I'm preaching five sermons in one. I was made for this. God prepared me for this. God equipped me for this. Y'all don't hear me here. God had people preach me into the position. God had people pray me into the position. God had people lay hands on me into this position. God had examples before me that taught me how to walk in this position. I am well able to handle what I got to go through. I don't hear anybody here. I don't hear anybody here. Stop walk, stop rocking and reeling and get an amen in you because you got to realize everything that went before you prepared you for now. Everything that happened before you prepared you for now. You are well able, well able 
to handle what you're going through. And the thing about it is, it doesn't have to change for you to give God praise. I know that kind of that kind of deflated some people here. But it doesn't have to change for a real worshiper to give God praise. You know, there's some things that God is not allowed to run its course. There's some things that happen in your life that are so, so that are so horrendous and you pray about it and it doesn't change. That's because God said you can take it. Utilize your faith in this. You handle this. You grow by this. You experience this. You, 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 you live through this. You be strengthened in this. You exercise your faith in this. I'm not going to move the storm. I'm just going to prepare you for it. I don't hear nobody here. I know that this isn't a popular thing to say, but there are some things God's not going to move. He wants you to endure it like a good soldier and to grow thereby. If you remember, give me 10 more minutes and I'll be finished. If you remember, Jesus, after he's resurrected, he calls Peter to the side and he says, Peter, I just had a conversation with Satan. This ain't for nobody but you, boy. Simon, Satan wants to come after the natural side of you. The spiritual side is Peter. The natural side is Simon. And Jesus says, Simon, Simon, I just had a conversation with the enemy. Satan just came. He came and talked to me. He asked me a very peculiar question. He asked, could he have you? He asked me to give you over to him. Satan desires to have you, to sift you like wheat. Satan can't get to you without going through God. Y'all not hearing me? These are the scriptures that give me confidence that everything that I'm going through had to go through God. Because God will never allow us to be tested above the level that we are able. But will with the test and the temptation also make a way of escape so that we'll be able to bear it. It's got to go through God. Look at somebody point at them and say, it's got to go through God. I said, look at somebody point at them and say, hey, it's got to go through God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm confident. Jesus tells Peter, he says, Simon. Satan has come and asked for you because he wants to sift you like wheat. He had to tell me his plan because I got you in my hand. He had to tell me what he's trying to do because I got a hedge around you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Oh, remember Job. Satan had to talk to God about Job. Tell God his plan. And God had to correct him and say, You can touch what he has, but you can't touch his life. You can take his stuff, but you can't take his life. Why would you set Job up like this? Because Job's gonna come out of this the winner. 
Job is going to show Satan that he's my child. Job is going to prove that I'm more than enough for him. Job! Y'all are not hearing me. I need a good Kojic church. Job! Can you endure it? Job! What if all your crops fail? Job! What if all your sheep are gone? Job! What if your children are gone? What happens if you lose what people call dear? Job said, Job said, Job said, Shall I accept good from God and not accept the bad too? This is a real praiser. Shall I accept only good from God and not the bad too? I know my children are gone. I know my crops are gone. And I know my livestock is gone. But shall I just accept the good from God and curse him when I got to go through the bad? The Lord giveth. Y'all not hear it. The Lord giveth, and then the Lord takes away. He wouldn't even give the credit to Satan. The Lord giveth, and it's the Lord that taketh away. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name, name of the Lord. Y'all not hearing me. I gotta find another church to preach at because I'm preaching and you're just sitting there like you're watching a movie. But baby, if I was you, I would get excited that there's nothing that I'm going through that didn't have to get God's approval first. And the only reason why God approved it because he knew that he equipped me. He knew that he prepared me. He knew that I had a hind's feet and I could go through the craggy mountains and not lose my praise and not lose my balance and not lose my faith. Do I have any people here? I said, do I have any people here? All right, Job. All right, Job. You made it through that. Satan got to come back to God because he can't just touch Job without clearing it with God. I hope you're hearing me. It had to go through God because our days are in God's hands. I'm about to run. Our days are in God's hands. And Satan has no control over one second of our day. Not one minute of our existence. Not one hour of our being. Satan has no authority. And whatever he plans to do, it got to be approved by God. Oh, Lord. 
Satan comes up into the heavens. Got to stand on the periphery because he can't worship with the rest of the angels. And God sees Satan and says, hey, Lou, I see what you did to Job. Have you considered him now? You said that he would curse me if I took his stuff. But have you really considered him now? All of his stuff is gone and yet he praises me. He is a man who loves good and hates evil. Can't find another man like him. God is rubbing it in Satan's face. But I got children that won't bow their knee to you. I got children that won't be affected by you. I got children that won't bend to you. I got children that won't buckle under the weight of you. Oh! And Satan says, yeah. Yeah, that's good. He praises you, but skin for skin. If you let me touch his body, he'll curse you and die. And God says, I'll tell you what. I'll let him endure a season for something that'll last a lifetime. Y'all missed it. You missed it. I'll let him go through for a short season for something that's going to bear fruit for a lifetime. They'll even talk about it in the 21st century. I'll let you go through for a moment for a millennial. Y'all miss it over here? I'll let you go through a moment for a millennium. Touch. Touch his body. But don't you touch his life. Hit him with all that you got, but you can't kill him because he's mine. And you know the story. Satan hit Job with everything he had. There are some Jobs and Jobettes that are here in the room and watching right now. And, and is there a Job in the room? Is there a Jobette in the room? You were hit with everything that the enemy could hit you with. Your life was on a thread and you were this close to death and you lost your substance and, and you lost your livelihood. But you didn't lose your praise. And you didn't lose your faith. Wow, God! You lost your loved one. You lost the one dear to your heart. But you didn't lose your joy. And you didn't lose your faith. And you didn't lose your praise. If I'm talking about you, give God praise right now. If I'm talking about you, give God praise. I gotta end. I don't have any more time. I don't have any more time. You know the story, Job. Went through months of sickness. Boils. From the richest man in the region. Now he sits in total poverty. From a man who had a great family to a man with just his wife 
And in his sickness, his wife comes to him and rehearses satanic words. Job, why don't you just curse God? Wait a minute, that's what Satan said, that he would curse you if you took away his stuff. Why don't you just curse God and let him kill you? Evidently, God's not on your side. So just curse this God that's forsaken you. Curse him. And just die, Job. In his sickness, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither fruit be in the vine, the labor of the olive shall fail. And there'll be no, no, no crops in the field. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. There'll be no oxen in the stall. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Job, 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 Job. Curse God and die. He looks up. Boils bursting, boils developing. Fevered, sick, sitting in ashes. Scraping himself with broken pottery to get the the mucus out of the boil in constant pain from head to toe and he looks up into the eyes of his wife and says woman you sound like a foolish woman you speak as a foolish woman you speak foolishly in all my appointed time all the time I've got left here on this earth, I will wait for my change to come. My change will come. I won't. It won't always be like this. God will perfect that concerning me. And sooner or later, turn in my favor. Job said, he's turning it around for me. My boils, my problems, your, your daily situations that you have to go through. It won't always be like this. You got to sing to your problem. God will perfect that concerning me. And sooner on, I can wait on the Lord. It will turn in my faith. I can wait on the Lord sooner or later. It will turn in my favor. Say, sooner or it will. No, my point in time. I will wait until my change comes. And it didn't have to get better for him to trust God. It didn't have to get, it would get better, but it didn't have to for him to keep his faith in God. Hallelujah. So Simon 
Satan has come and he's asked for you. He's asked to take you and sift you like wheat. And then Jesus said something very strange. Paulette, Maddie, Jesus said something very strange. He didn't say, and I cast Satan away. He didn't say, and I told Satan no. He said, Satan comes and he wants to destroy you. He asked me. I didn't tell him no, but what I did is after he asked, I prayed for you. You're going to have to go through some things, but I prayed for you. You're going to have to go through some assaults of the enemy, but I prayed for you. Satan's going to try to shake your foundation, but I prayed for you. You will hear the howling of the enemy, but I prayed for you. Well, God, what did you pray? Jesus, what did you pray? I prayed that when the attack comes, that when the assault happens, that your faith would not fail you. I prayed that you would remember what I said. And even if things get a little worse, your faith will get a little stronger. And you will see the good that will come out of bad situations by your faith in God. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither there be fruit in the vine, the labor of the olive shall fail, and there'll be no harvest in the fields, even if the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no oxen in the stall, I will still praise him. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation, because he's given me hinds feet so that I can be in the high places and not lose my balance. I can be in the rough terrain and not falter. I'm talking to you all. I am finished. But I want you to know I can't stand up here and lie to you and tell you that your praise won't bring on problems. I can't tell you that your life with Christ won't bring on an assault from the enemy. I can't tell you that the closer you get to him, the more ferocious the enemy is going to roar. But I can tell you that if you continue to rejoice in him, you will see it all come to an end. You will see God exalt you. Am I talking to you? Who am I talking to? Rejoice like this is a message for you. You will see it all come to an end. Everyone standing, we are half hour over time. Everyone standing. You won't always be like this. God will perfect that concerning me. You got to play, son. Sooner or later. It will turn in your favor. It's turning around. It will.
Christ. God will provide concerning and sooner or more. Concerning Sooner or later Sooner or later Turn in your favor Turn in my favor Turn them around for me It won't always be Heard you for sure when you said God will prevent that concern As we close, I want you to take this message with you throughout your week and even throughout your life. Take this message with you. You have a praise that comes to God, that belongs to God, that is refined in your problems. You've got a praise that will be birthed in your struggle. A praise that is not a pretty praise and it's not predicated on pretty things. It is based on your confidence in God. And if you are confident in the Lord, no matter what life brings to you, you will praise God. Everything that you're going through is seasonal. As I told you, there's a season of harvest and there's a season where you plant and there's nothing there. Regardless of the season, keep your praise. For God has a plan that will not be denied. If there's anybody in the room today that says, hey, Pastor McClurkin, this is, I came to service today because I need God. I'm not living saved. I'm not I haven't given my life to the Lord, but I must because I feel him calling me. And thus I came today. I want to give my life to Jesus. Whether it's in this room or whether it's on the screen, I want you to signify. If you want to give your life to the Lord today, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand right where you are. Raise your hand. And everyone that's watching by the digital format of live stream, if you're going to give your life to the Lord today, couldn't find a better time to do it. We're going to pray together and we're going to believe that no matter what country or continent you're on, no matter what continent you're on, country you're in, city you live in, no matter where you are, what island, it doesn't matter. He's there already. He's right there with you. 
and by his spirit he's wooed you he is he has he's brought you in he's given you a desire for him let him change your life forever right now I want you to pray along and we're all in this room we're going to raise our hands everyone raise your hands but we're going to pray along with you and everyone repeat with our digital brothers and sisters that are giving their lives to the Lord just everyone say Lord Jesus come into my life I give you my life for the rest of my life change me make me who you've called me to be I give up my sin and I need your grace so that I can walk away and enter into the newness of life today I accept you as my savior beautiful Jesus and I give you my heart change me forever I accept you as my Lord today by your grace through my faith my sins are washed away thank you Jesus today by your grace through my faith in you I am born again no longer a sinner I am a child of God so father I thank you for this conversion I thank you Lord God for changing the lives of all these that prayed that prayer sitting in their homes wherever they're watching from Lord God merciful king let them experience your love that will be so overwhelming that it will change them forever thank you Lord God for paying the price for us and giving us the opportunity to live a holy life in you not by our strength but by your grace so father we commit these brothers these sisters to you today in your holy name let them be baptized in your name and let them grow in strength let them be under a strong ministry that will keep them encouraged enlightened let the revelation of the Lord be given to them I pray in your name Satan you lost this battle they belong to God welcome to the family of God welcome I am 40 minutes over time 40 minutes over time but there are four words on your screen right now I prayed that prayer if you prayed this prayer of repentance today and gave your life to the Lord type down those four words I prayed that prayer type it down no emojis no extra words type it exactly as you see it I prayed that prayer if you gave your life to the Lord today and we will immediately reach out to you those four words will alert us that you have given your life to the Lord and we will immediately reach out to you and help you in this journey. Our job is to serve you and we do so wholeheartedly in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you and God keep.